Welcome back to another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss with your host. Who else would you be here with? It's me. And uh, I've got a bit of a strange episode for you this week on what has been a very strange week. Uh, To catch people up to speed, my wife Caitlin returned home from the States and it was also the one-year anniversary of One Jewish Boy closing on the West End. And a year since COVID, basically, lockdown, anyway. Um, which means it will almost be a year of doing this very show. And I have put out three episodes since I recorded the bulk of this episode. And... It's become known as the lost episode in fan circles. <laughs> but I it's a as you'll hear, it's a bit of a strange affair. I think I tried to record it too soon to the events documented within. And I know I'm speaking in code here and riddles. Um and that's intentional, is to try and keep you on platform. Keep listening, keep their ears busy. So I'm not going to waffle too much up top. Apparently, I am. Other than to say, this is uh, this is the lost episode 44 of the Bliss of the Abyss. And have a listen. Let me know what you think. All right. I love you. Coming at you live from New York City, it's the Bliss of the Abyss with your host, Robert Numa Jones. Here he is, people. Give him a hand. Give him a hand. Here he is. Here he is. My name's Ruskin Denmark. <laughs> I said my name's Ruskin Denmark, mate. You might want to. Do the intro again. Coming to you live from New York City, it's comedy, folks. Comedy with your host, the one, the only, the two, the only, Robert McDonald, a.k.a. Ruskin Denmark. Hello, people of Earth. I have arrived from another dimension. And I have information for you. Please listen carefully. For I will explode in two minutes. I only have this amount of time to pass this message on. And I'm already wasting it explaining to you that I only have two minutes left. Well, actually, it's, it's more like one one minute 26 now. But I I have to tell you this information before I go. People of Earth, Einstein was an alien, and he had a message, and it was about relativity, and you got it all wrong. I've only got 15 seconds left. Please listen very carefully. The thing about uh, relativity is that E equal... 
Ah, oh, what did I tell you? Comedy, folks. Uh, give it up for your first act there, Mr. Exploding Newmark Jones. How are you doing, everybody? Oh, sounded very British. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the bliss of the abyss. <laughs> That's the silly name for this silly show. Unfortunately, I am not live from New York City. That would have been true, um, how many days ago? Three? <sighs> Sorry about that, just enjoying a iced beverage. I would have been true as of three days ago. I'm now in London, and I am now in quarantine. Again. Oh, I've been doing so much quarantining. Oi, mate. Oi, mate. What you been up to? Quarantining, bruv. Been quarantining. Bear. Oi, mate. <laughs> How's quarantine? Pretty sick, actually. It's bear jokes. Hey, mate. <laughs> You're lying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I am lying. You know, fam? Yeah, yeah, mate, why aren't we bear friends? I don't know, man. You know, when you're 15, it's hard to know how to be friends. I'll see you later, man. Cut. That's, um, that's a little scene. Uh, yeah, I've been all around the world, people. I've flown on planes in 2021. Do you want to hear my hot take? <laughs> Can you guess what it's like? International travel in the age of COVID? Go on. I'll pause. I'll wait. I'm sure you can tell me. Yeah, it is. But the best thing about how bad it is now, because it's terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. They took something that was essentially already pretty horrible, which is being stuck in a metal tube flying through the sky, and they made it worse. Uh, yes. Because human beings do that. Make things worse. Make things worse. Make things worse. So the airport was fun. And that's why I've lost my mind. <laughs> so today's show is going to be a bit of a weird one, people. Strap in. Um, I've just come back from the States where my duties as a husband... Um, were in full force because we had a, a tragic moment in the family and uh, I'm not going to sort of spill my guts out about it because it's not my business or rather it's entirely my business but um, suffice to say it's been a difficult time and, uh, and I really appreciate all the messages, the supportive messages from people Thank you so much. I will uh, I'll follow up on that at the end of the show just to get into that a bit more in depth. But um, <laughs> let's leave that for then, eh? But anyway, so what, what's happened is because of that, I have been through international travel. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> Try again. But I will go through that at the end of the show. Um, so stick around for that because I'm going to spill my guts out for you. But right now I'm stitching up my tummy. In fact, I'm going to take my shirt off. Yeah, because sometimes in life you have to take off your shirt. And that's what I've done and it's kind of cold. 
But I have been through two airports. Heathrow, JFK, JFK, Heathrow. And everything in between in the last 10 or so days, 15 days. What was it? Who knows? Who cares? Those things are not important. You know what is important? Travel in the age of COVID. <laughs> oh, bye. You cannot. You cannot fault them. Oh, yeah. So the craziest part. Oh, my God. Okay. So anyone who's ever traveled to the States uh, will know this. But for people who don't, there's a thing called an ESTA, which is like a uh, visa that you get online. Uh, and it's just like, you're, you know, pass. Pass through some background checks, answer some questions, tell them you're not a Nazi, you never change your name, you don't do drugs, and you've never kidnapped anyone. And they'll look at you suspiciously but say, okay, fine, give me 14 bucks. And there we go, you get your visa. And that way you can go to America without any problems, assuming everything else is in correct order. And you are not allowed to come in without an Esther. That is very clear. So you must get one. And so get one I did, as I have done many times. You know, I'm... Hi, uh, Robin Yomot Jones, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. What? Uh, Robin Yomot Jones, long-time Esther Holder, first-time uh, caller? No, it's not caller. Long-time Esther Holder, first-time caller. So I've got an Esther, yeah? Of course I've got an Esther. I've, I've got so many Esthers. Have you ever seen a man with this many Esthers? Two. Ah, no, you're only allowed one. <laughs> I did just pinch my nipples, though, just for some uh, behind the scenes, because this is an audio only entertainment. And you'll realise why when you see me naked, proud as the day I was born, standing tall, broad shouldered and wide and big. Ah. Where was I? Ah, yes, an Esther Holder I have always been. And an Esther Holder I remain. Although for a brief period of time, I wasn't one. Because when we got to the airport, get this, right? Crazy story. Ready? Ready for a crazy story with your host. Uh, so, <laughs> why do I have to do that? Why can't I just do it? Why can't I just say the story? Lot of editing on this one, eh? Because it's going to be really nuts, but I think it could be really funny. But fuck it, I don't have anything else to do, do I? And I can't go anywhere, can I? Because I'm in fucking quarantine. It's wild. <laughs> I can do it. The, I can do it. I can do my show anywhere I fucking want to. <laughs> this is true, though. <laughs> I'm sweating. Right, shirt's coming back off. So I hold many esters. I wear many capes. I am a man of many moons. I have vaginas and periods, and they come and they go. But boy, do they leave. <laughs> Not entirely sure what that means, people, but, you know, stick with me, stick with me. But um, I am a long-time Esther Holder, and Obama and Springsteen are doing a podcast together. Okay, so to set the scene, here are the three things that were the imperative of this mission. Number one, do not get COVID. And I can't overstate that enough. Do not get COVID because of number two, 
quarantine when you get there and test out of the system. And you must test negative, otherwise you will be in quarantine and for very serious reasons, we cannot do that right now, okay? And number three was somehow get through customs because you're basically not allowed to do this. So big mission, right? It's like, ooh, okay, this is gonna be a challenge. But challenge accepted. Life comes along and forces your hand sometimes, doesn't it? So we wear the gloves, we wear two masks, we wear the face visor. <laughs> Become such an idiot, right? The guy, the guy in the airport, um, fast forwarding ahead for a second, he he was like, um, he was really nice, right? But a very effete sort of man. He was like, um, by the way, I didn't realize this either, but the face shield actually has a, a thin protective layer over it. So if you peel it back, you can actually see a lot better. I didn't actually realize either. A lot of us didn't. Like, oh, cheers, dude. Yeah, say. Oh my God, I can see. I know, right? And we had a moment. It was nice. Um, <laughs> uh, but why am I telling you this? Because of the face shield, of course. So we've got the face shield on. Two masks, yeah? The cosmetic one underneath and the medical grade one on top. N94? What? That's right, N95 is so yesterday. We're talking N94. Got the rubber gloves, got the visor. Now, to be fair to us, before I start sounding even more insane and paranoid than I normally do, they're after me. But despite all of these mission objectives, yeah, do not get COVID. Test early to get out of the system, right? These, these were the imperatives that had to be met for this mission. And I cannot stress enough how important they were for us to get to the States and be able to test out of quarantine. And I'm not going to tell you why, because it's a very sad thing. And I want to continue on with my story. But anyway, I can't, I can't, I can't do this without telling you. It was, uh, I, Robert, Robert, when you listen back, if you feel this gets too personal, you can cut it. Okay? Stop lying. Okay. Well, so we we had to get, we had to achieve these objectives so that we could attend the funeral. Because if we had somehow got through customs, got the plane there, landed, quarantined, and took the mandatory test on day five, and had tested positive for COVID-19, then we wouldn't have been allowed to go to the funeral by law on pain of imprisonment. That's a scary thing. It was really scary. So we had to not get COVID, is what I'm saying, so that we could be there. Why am I telling you this? Even with the severity of the situation such as that, the one I've just laid out for you, that severity. As crazy as it was, I still didn't go in the zip-up plastic overall. Couldn't do it. But there were a few people in the airport in them. The jumpsuits, the paper jumpsuits. And you think, that is not stopping you getting COVID. Stop lying to yourself and the world. You look silly. Especially if they have the little, you know what I'm talking about? 
it's like they're made from like crepe paper, you know, like almost see-through paper in a weird way, or sometimes plastic. And they're a full like coat with a hood and goes all the way to the feet, zip up the middle onesie. Um, and, you know, there were a few people in the airport wearing them just, and I, look, I'm not going to judge. All right, you be safe. It's a pandemic out there. Um, but we didn't go that far. But we did everything else. Double mask, gloves, hand sanny. Had so much hand sanny. Uh, the wipes, of course, all kinds of wipes. You probably will want wipes for various wiping situations. Um, mainly surfaces. <laughs> um, I, love, <laughs> I love how accepted wipes has become. Uh, all the vitamins, the multivitamins, the the Lemsips, the Barocas, the Z Pack, the everything, throat spray, nasal inhaler, cough drops. But I mean, you know, you run out of superlatives at some point, but that doesn't mean there weren't more things. All the things, are all the things, mate. <laughs> and so at this point in the story, obviously the heckle is get to the Esther. <laughs> Failed to deliver on that premise about 20 minutes ago. You don't have time to tell a story this long. Well, to that I say, I'm going to take my pants off. And yes, I did mean that in the American sense of the word. And that's why I am now naked. You have to ask yourself a, quick, a serious question. Do you think I would record this show naked? Ask yourself that question. You know the answer. You know it in your heart. Text it to me. Text me. Text me. And then just text me. Then I can get my satisfaction. Is that Daft Punk? And then I can get me. Then I can get my satisfaction. R.I.P. Daft Punk. Kiss me. And then just text me. Such a good tune, you know? Oh, oh. What do we think, people? A drop? Is a drop coming? So I got the Esther, right? Then they took it away. They took it away. They took away my Esther. And uh, then they had to call Homeland Security, the Department of Homeland Security, to authorise me being allowed to enter the United States of America. Which is not something that you go through every day. Just stood there at the gate while they talked to Homeland Security on the phone. He's very nice, you know, he's a very nice man, but um, I don't know what the guy on the other end of the line's like. And they might just say no. Luckily, we had our marriage license with us. Or the three things that make up. A, there's like, I don't know why it's so complicated. There's like a marriage license, there's an application, and there's a marriage certificate. 
And they're all three distinct and important pieces of documentation. Wanna condense. Hey, wanna condense into one. Uh, but we had all of that with us. And uh, and Caitlin is, of course, an American citizen. And therefore, as a spouse, I was in a very small portion of people who are exempt from restrictions. Because uh, Biden correctly, in my estimation, barred entry of UK citizens because of the South Africa variant, which appears to be probably the worst part of the COVID-19 pandemic. Maybe not the, wor- like, not the worst overall part, the worst potential part. The worst overall part is the fact that it exists. <laughs> the best overall part is the fact that we've got vaccines. And the middle one is the fact that the vaccines are fake. And they're just going to shoot chips into our arm. Shoot chips! Uh, I would love some chips, actually, please. Shall I order some chips? And yes, I do mean it in that way. Ice crunching there. That's for you uh, ASMR nerds. ASMR nerds. Ice cubes. One ice cube. Push me and then just touch me so I can get my satisfaction. Push me and then just touch me. So uh, all of that was very nerve-wracking, but eventually the Department of Homeland Security and the people who run the ESTA situation, two separate entities, after about an hour and a half of phone calls and waiting, and phone calls and waiting, and they did, they yeah, and they did eventually sign me off there. So we were able to put our bags on a plane and um, begin the next phase of our journey. So... As you can imagine, pretty frazzled at that point, um, still wearing both masks and the visor and the gloves, not the zip-up suit, but have already seen quite a few people with it. Also, the airport in COVID time is crazy. This guy had um, like seven suitcases and like <laughs> kind of like bursting out of the seat. It looks like, like loads of clothes, uh, it didn't look like contraband. He just like, he had a lot of... I don't think it was contraband. But maybe it was contraband. Maybe maybe it was contraband. Why, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be contraband? Of course people are still smuggling drugs. Of course they are. Do people still smuggle them up their butthole? Is that... Must be still a thing, right? Or do you swallow it? Is that the better way? Does it matter? Would it show up on the scan? You know, the new scan, though, the 3D scan, the one where you have to put your hands up like that, at the weird angle. They make you do it at the airport now, as if it wasn't all horrible enough. Does that show up on the scan if you have a little package? Or a big one. (laughs) Couldn't help it. Welcome to low-hanging fruit. As they used to say at drum school, as they used to say, the boy, 
in the days of drama center London, as he used to say, my lad, oh, that they were, as he used to say, my lad, my boy, my precious one, at difficult moments, look for a breakthrough instead of a breakdown. <laughs> as he used to say, the boy, as he used to say, look for a breakthrough instead of a breakdown. <laughs> as he used to, as, <laughs> but of course, we'd left with loads of extra time to spare because you're so, so paranoid that you're, something's going to go wrong. And of course, you have to pay 400 quid to get a couple of rapid tests because that's cool. But if you pretend, you can get it for free. But the NHS has been partly privatised because of fucking... Anyway. Yeah, so... Oh, oh, by the way, some people can administer COVID tests a lot better than others. <laughs> the woman in the hospital, I've, yeah, because, you know, don't forget, my knee is still fucked. <laughs> so I'm wearing a fucking knee brace going through security as well. It's fucking mental. It sets off everything. They pat it down incessantly. They checked it. When I was coming back through the US, they made me take my trousers off. They took me to a special room. Okay? People don't trust me anymore. That's what happens when you live inside for a year. You don't look trustworthy to people. And you know what? I'm not trustworthy. I'll try and smuggle a brace into your country. <laughs> um, it didn't set off the, uh, the old metal thing, though. It just set off the uh, the sniffer dogs. <laughs> oh, God. My life has been so fucking insane. Decided not to take the crutch. Thought, you know what? Honestly, this trip is hard enough. Let's not have hop along, all right? I'll, the brace will be fine. I've got the knee to a level where I can walk. I'll have the brace on its restrictive locking settings and uh, it'll all be good, right? <laughs> Just another little challenge to get over. Oh, traveling the age of COVID. Oh, ah, traveling the age of COVID. Oh, ah, traveling the age of COVID. Yeah, we had to show my marriage license. Which is scary. They signed a little piece of paper. It was scary. They uh, check your check your COVID test with a fine tooth comb. Let me tell you, it's like, what is this? Is this okay? Is this acceptable? Very difficult. You have to get a test that conforms to certain standards. I'm not a scientist, though. <laughs> so it's very, 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 very complicated. Very complicated. And I'm just an ape. <laughs> Dumbo. Sometimes. Um, not all the time, apparently. Look at that, hey? Give yourself a little pat on the back. Ooh, sweaty. Ooh, sweaty. 
I hate myself sometimes. Sorry, that was gross. Hey, cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up. It's there. I'm bouncing with my ears. Um... But Obama and Stringstein are starting a podcast. They're doing it. So, you know, the world is that wild sometimes. It will give you that occasionally. Sometimes it won't. And you think, you know, like, Albert Einstein will never get to meet Socrates in this life. The world can't, it can't give us that. That. You know, it would have been good. But luckily we got Obama and Springsteen instead. So. What are they going to talk about? Hmm? Masculinity? People love to talk about masculinity now, don't they? They'll have talks on masculinity. You know what it takes to be a man? Try and watch the movie The Number 23, starring Jim Carrey. And you'll understand what being a man. And you'll understand the meaning of masculinity. All right? <laughs> Sign into YouTube. No, thanks. Um, the, the number 47...
best joke to finish on but pretty accurate the number 23 6 plus 9 minus 14 equals 23 so um i'll come back to the new york story because it's, it's the whole show isn't it uh, but the number 23 is this movie uh, directed by joel schumacher starring jim curry as an animal uh, control officer who's also a stud somehow. Uh, and she carries a shotgun, gets bitten by a dog. Uh, none of that is important to the story, but for some reason there's quite a lot of it. And his wife buys him this book called The Number 23, and it makes even less sense than I am explaining right now. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, the small things that shitty movies get wrong are really weird. Because you know immediately you're watching a shitty movie when it's like, you know, like the dad comes home, right? And the kid's like, hey. He goes, oh, hey, there you are. It's just like, it's just like, it doesn't, that's not quite right. There's just small things that they get wrong that you're just like, it's just not, it's just not right, and it's just because of that, it's just really not good enough in any way. <laughs> we're just gonna that will be one of the many compromises we're trying to watch this movie. What is this all? This episode is sponsored by. Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace.com. Uh, it's great for websites. Have you ever thought about what it means to raise a child? Give a little this month to helpingmeraisemykids.org because I'm fucking sick of doing it myself. Visit helpingmeraisemykids.org and give whatever you can. Every little helps. Car. Uh, you're not allowed to say every little helps. Why? There's a, there's a normal trademarked. During these tough times, we know that you might need a little bit of financial assistance. And that's why loanshark.com is here to fuck you. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could have some money. The so this is part two. Um, I it's there's bit I've released an episode in between beginning this episode and finishing it because recording the first half I was in a very very strange headspace. 
Uh, I'd just gone through a, a crazy, unprecedented um, little period of time. And uh, I think the isolation um, on top of the, the leg and the loss in the family and the separation and the endless COVID tests and the government forms and, uh, you know, everything. I think that maybe it just got the best of me. And it was foolhardy to think that I could record the entire episode on tape straight away. But I'm going to try and finish it off for the sake of posterity, if nothing else. So I think I got to the States in my previous telling of the story. Uh, the flight was unremarkable, other than the fact that it was only Hasid's on the plane. Um, I think I might have said all of this already, um, which it was just a, a slightly surreal element to it. Also, there was a guy at the gate, I don't think I said this, who was arguing with the border official because he really wanted to get in. As you can imagine, he's made it all to, all the way to the gate, and he's having problems. And he's got a big, he's got like a big suitcase, but like, well, carry on size, but like, it's a bit big, you know, those that size where it's like you're pushing it, and you know you are. He had one of those, <clears throat> and then on top of it, he had a box. Uh, excuse me, clear my throat. He had a box which had that yellow hazmat sticker on it that said "Human Remains." So yeah, he really wanted to get that box to its destination. Why it was his job and it was just in a cardboard box, I don't know. Um, but that was <clears throat> that and all the um, sort of trouble with customs. That's kind of the majority of, of what that was like. When, when we get to the hotel out on Long Island, which is how they talk out there, out on it, 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 it Long Island, um, not at all, of course. We uh, at the Ramada Inn on Sunrise Highway. Look it up. It's a two-star hotel. But I actually thought it was really nice. But uh, I guess the star rating is is not actually how nice your room is. It's how nice the whole facility is. And other than our room, it, be, it basically was a car park, I suppose. But we had a, we had a good little suite, you know, two sinks, seating area, two TVs. You know, it's coffee maker, but the coffee was in tea bags. Um, and there was a there was an ad campaign by some company or other in the UK recently, where they were saying, "Oh my God, how, how could no one have thought of this before?" I think it was Taylor's coffee, and it and it was like this groundbreaking idea. Why don't we just put coffee in a tea bag? Um, I have no idea how well it sold, but. A similar product was on offer in the Ramada Inn for free with our coffee maker, little little coffee bags, and I can see why they, why they never caught on, <laughs> why they aren't the thing, because uh, it's shit. <laughs> it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Coffee doesn't work the same way as tea. Don't pretend that it does. Okay. Thank you. But we uh, eventually tested out of quarantine after sort of five days of uh, ordering everything to the room, which is a bizarre experience. But whatever. 
um, we tested out and it was free. And I did I did a few tests, COVID tests, that is. I wasn't just being tested. Well, I kind of was, but um, yeah, all the tests in New York are free, unlike the hundreds of pounds I have to pay here. Uh, unless I'm showing symptoms, then it's free. That's the way it works. Yes, that's the system. You have to accept it. Um, but once we once we tested out, um, it was the antigen test, not the PCR test. Uh, we were able to sort of go around a bit of Long Island again. We couldn't catch COVID because then that would mean that we wouldn't be able to go to the funeral because we'd have to quarantine. So testing out was a big sigh of relief. Also meant we could start dealing with. Uh, um, Caitlin's house, you know, the family house. There's lots of things to tie up, loose ends to square away there. Um, but we were able to then sort of like enjoy New York to some extent, to some very small local extent. Never made it into the city. That would just be too big a risk for COVID. Um, and just sort of stayed pretty local and basically just saw Caitlin's dad. That way, minimise the risk of. Because uh, if you if you if you get it, you have to go straight back into quarantine, and then you have to change the dates on your tickets, and you have to juggle all your clients. Also, all your paid work is still coming in. Um. Anyway, didn't want to didn't want that to happen, as you can imagine. And. Uh, yeah. It was nice being able to dine in in very COVID safe, limited capacity environments. Uh, it was nice to be able to go outside, go for a walk. We went down by the um, water uh, to a place called Fire Island that has an ancient, in US terms, ancient, you know, as a Brit. <laughs> I just stood there sniffing, like, oh yeah, how old's this lighthouse? And they're like, oh, it's pretty old. You know, they demolished the the previous lighthouse in order to build this one. And that was just just how many years ago, roughly? Hundred, two? Yeah. Yeah, that's old, yeah. Super old. Interesting. Okay, carrying on. <laughs> hey you, hey, don't be a cunt. <laughs> uh so those things, you know, those freedoms which have been taken away in Britain were nice to have um, in America, in New York, um, but really didn't get, you know, the New York experience. I've got a lot of friends out there that I would have loved to see. I've got family out there that I'd have loved to see more of uh, or see see at all. Um, so... I can't wait to be back to see all of them. I'm coming for all of you. Coming for all of you. I love you all. <laughs> Who's my favourite? Good question. I think you know who you are. Come on. I see you there, man. Um, and then it was just the funeral and a couple of days before I flew back. Got another COVID test, got another negative, woohoo, which I'm positive about, <laughs> to quote DJD. And 
got back into the airport. I wish I could say got through customs and got straight onto the plane, but that wouldn't be the case because my brace, my leg brace, um, was treated as if it was a some kind of explosive device because, you know, went through the beepers, went through the scanners, didn't take it off to go through because how are you going to do that? And, uh, <laughs> you know, the 3D one, hands up, you have to put your hands up and it comes through this so big and red and they take me to uh, this little like sort of small room where two guys watch me sadly undo my jeans and take this brace off all the while pretending like no, this couldn't be any more normal. Yes, gentlemen, of course, I assume you'll want to scan this brace. Um, I, I'll stand here. I, I guess, can I wait in my underwear or? Nope, trousers up, gotcha. Yep, yes, indeed. Uh, um, but other than that, New York Airport was pretty uneventful. New York Airport, like that's a thing. JFK. Most things were closed. Obviously not Mackie D's. <laughs> I had this running joke with Caitlin that, well, it was really just an attempt to gross her out. Um, but also sort of rub it in that when I was back home by myself, I'd be sleeping on her side of the bed and uh, ordering McDonald's uh, with extra burger sauce and spilling it on her side and then moving to mine. <laughs> and just sending her pictures of all this extra burger sauce. You see what, you see what I did anyway. Um. Oh, it was so, speaking of that, it was so nice having US food, the US portions, oh, the deli meats. Yes, very generous, big, big sizes. Everything is big. It's delicious. Hey, everything's big, so is my waistline. Why do you think I came back like this fat piece of shit? Huh? All of the pizza. There was a lot of pizza. Uh... <laughs> But the flight back was not full of Hasidim, unfortunately. I missed them, actually, in a weird way. Um, it was obviously still unpleasant. Because of the masks. Yeah, yeah. the masks. And then, as I as I finished this recording, um, I don't know, how long ago was it that I made the first half? I think it might have been at least a week. Um, if not maybe 10 days. I mean, I don't know how quickly I recorded afterwards. I, I'm just about to finish my second quarantine, which has been pretty much uneventful. Uh, you know, not allowed to leave the house. Everything gets delivered, uh, except you're allowed out on two, possibly three occasions, and it's all COVID stuff. So you have to take two tests that you send in the post, and you have the option of paying between 65 and 210 pounds. That's right, I remember how specific it was, just because it annoyed me. I'd got all these free tests in New York, and the British government were trying to squeeze extra money out of me for tests after already having received £210, and I got annoyed, and I pushed back, and I said no. Uh, so other than leaving the house to post my tests, I've just been living at home in a sort of depressing environment where it's just me and the cat. And, you know, the cat loves me, and I love the cat. 
but I, but I have to clean up the cat's shit. And the cat just gets to live its life. Um, so I've started living more like a cat, and we'll see who we'll see who who wins. Hmm? Bring it on, buddy. What do you got? The podcast charted though in Sweden, or was it Denmark? And uh, Great Britain briefly before slipping back to anonymity. So don't worry, you hardcore fans, it's not about to become all corporate yet. <laughs> but, you know, a sign of things to come, perhaps. And I just learned about uh, a new thing called the... Um, named the Call of the Void, which is kind of like a different bliss of the abyss. And so I was thinking every week I'll do a different bliss of the abyss. See if there's... Because I've done a bit of Googling, and there are a few other ones. Not na- not names of shows, and they're not all called Bliss of the Abyss, They're all, but they're basically that. I thought it would be interesting to explore some of them. Um, so I'll, st- I'll start doing that, I think, from next week, or, or maybe only when I do the solo episodes. I don't know. Might do it with a guest. We'll see. But... Obama and Springsteen do have a podcast, so don't forget that. And uh, thanks for all the supportive messages. Again, it it was um, it was a very very difficult time in my life, and to try and get over it, and because I got an unemployment grant, and because my bottom teeth have always pissed me off, um, I I bet I went for Invisalign. Well, I say Invisalign, but was it? Or was it a different company that uses the same technology? Anyway, um, I've got them, and they're making my life a living hell. <laughs> I had a joke about them before I got them, because we've been watching Top Chef. Has anyone ever seen Top Chef? I don't usually watch cooking programs, so Caitlin's delighted that I do watch this. And the, 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 the host, one of the hosts, is uh, Padma Lakshmi who I only sort of tangentially knew about before, but who is this sort of Aphrodite-esque woman who seems perfect. (laughs) I think Caitlin would agree, by the way, with my assessment of her uh, as that. Anyways, she has perfect teeth as well. So my running joke was, I'm going to be the next Padma. I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to be the next Padma. I'm going to shake my teeth. The, the, the company who sold me these aligners, uh, you know, <laughs> there's different ends of any any market, aren't there? There's, you know, there's the there's the uppest uppest. There's the there's the there's the highest echelon, and then there's the other end of the spectrum. And who's saying you know which end these are from? But the sound you're about to hear is me clicking these clear aligners into place. And then this is me talking with them in. I've got, I've got dry mouth already. So not not only do they... Mm, can you hear it? The lisp. <laughs> not only do they cause dry mouth, they also cause excess saliva production. Both of those things are horrible. 
I can already feel uh, the gastrointestinal tract working again because I've put these fucking things in. That, that they, they tell you you're meant to wear for 20 to 22 hours a day. And then every two weeks you get a new set. And it lasts for like almost a year. And then they also don't tell you that when you're finished, you then have a thing that's like your new, your new teeth shape i.e. a retainer, like you've had all along. But this one you wear for like years, <laughs> 22 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, you didn't lead with that, did you? That this was a three-year commitment. Fuck you. Uh, so, I mean, after a while, after a while, can you hear the difference? My lips are incredibly dry and I'm producing extra saliva, so I'm guessing that you can. But it does make working harder because you kind of feel low-level queasy the whole time. I think this is why uh, Kurt Cobain started using heroin. He had he had an unspecified, it was undiagnosed, um, but like stomach cramps and gastric juices and stuff. And it had like been painful and a source of discomfort for him his whole life. But he found that heroin... Well, was the solution until it became the problem, as as it always does. No, not as it always does, as it mostly does. That Dr. Carl Hart uh, is a very interesting example of that. Scientist comes at it from the science. Because I think people think heroin and they think addict. And he's like, no, I can just take a small bit and it does what a small dose of any substance would do. I can I can hear myself talking. So I'm just going to say I'm not going to do the shows with these in. I'm not going to do the shows with those in. <laughs> but that's like, that's my life outside of the shows. Just so you know, which is great. Um, and when it, so whenever I get a gig, I kind of am fucked because it just prolongs the period that this treatment will take, because I can't wear that and do my job. I think I can <laughs> I can get away with it when I'm not having to talk too much, but a lot of what I do for work involves talking. Um, and I hate people who say, I talk for a living. <laughs> Stop sounding so pretentious. Everyone talks for a living. There's no one whose job doesn't involve communication. That's what talking is, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is um, these are these are my favourite shows to do. Um, these are for the fans only, and I'm a fan, <laughs> and uh, and I love you guys. You group out there. Um, thanks for supporting me. Um, it means everything. And I guess, am I going <laughs> to make it through? I sometimes think. Because it all seems so much. But then I remember about my retainers. 
straightmyteeth.com. Straight my teeth. Straight my teeth. Just straight my, straight my teeth. I'm be next power. So, it's not all bad, is it? All right. I love you. I hope you can't hear that aeroplane. Keep coming back, please. And I love you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed it, please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on Patreon. Really, really, really helps me continue making this show. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed it, then you can fuck off. Many, many thanks to Nils Hennis Steer for the amazing music and to Dave Fox for the cool artwork. Please keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss.